Hello and welcome to episode six, I believe it is, of our gorgeous Divine podcast. Um, so a warm welcome. We have hosts Amanda Fisher, that is moi, the tantric witch, and gorgeous Ellen Serena, the wealth shaman on all things wonderfully woman and witchy. So grab a cuppa and join us for a natter. That sounds very English of me today. Um, so we're going to be picking a topic out of the witch's hat, a.k.a. my baseball bat. Uh, sorry, baseball cap. Haven't got a baseball bat um, because we're keeping it real. And um, sorry for all the um, accents. Being um, being English, I do like to do a few accents. You know, I've got Irish accents up my sleeve. Uh, what else have we got there? Or I've got Pakistani accent because we do like it Indian food. Thank you very much. Um, and they're not racist whatsoever. I would just do an accents like Liverpool. Have you ever been to Liverpool? It's absolutely crazy up there. The girls are wild. Um, I think that's about it. <laughs> so I'm just waiting for Ellen to come and join on as I pick out a topic of the hat. Just so you know that it's real and we're not making things up. Today's topic is, no, I don't want that one. I want this one. All right. It is energy vortexes and the law of attraction. I love this because I have been talking about this with a gorgeous friend of mine um, and it is so important. I don't think that this topic is talked about enough. Um, when we talk about energy vortex, we are talking about your inner circle, your innermost friends, um, people that you have close connections to on a regular basis. Um, the law of attraction, I've put them in brackets to remind us that we, it's a really crazy idea, but once you get it, it's really cool. We attract in to our lives, we create and manifest our lives exactly as to what we're putting out the vibration okay so i have been in a very low vibration of my life um you know smoking joints working in supermarkets and hanging around with people who don't value themselves um only interested in boy girl racing going clubbing getting high um and when you up level to a higher vibration and consciousness whereas to keep this really simple I'm not gonna smoke pot anymore and you choose different friends because that's not what they're into right so suddenly you start meeting people just on the off chance I meet people um, doing different things they're that are into healthy eating who like hiking who like going to the gym that's that's actually from the vibration that you're operating at which is why they say the law of attraction is you will attract in whatever it is or whatever or however far you are at the moment, right? So if I'm on one level, that's what you attract in. If you go down a level, that's what you attract in. And to take that to a complex version of what our lives look like now, you attract in lessons that you need to learn on a spiritual and soul level. Hey, Ellen's just joined us. Hey, gorgeous Ellen, how are you? Hello. Hey, hey, come on in. How are you going? 
Hello. Hello, you're in. Can you hear me? You are in. Let me type a message. You are in. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you now. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. Hello, gorgeous Ellen. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Goddess. Sorry, I was. I'm in the car, and my phone had synced into Bluetooth, so I couldn't hear you. <laughs> so I was trying to route oh. you through the car speakers. <laughs> Do you, wow, that would be pretty cool. But it's like boom, boom the podcast out on the, on the speakers. The amount of times I've left voice messages and my phone is is on Bluetooth for my speakers mm-hmm. and they don't hear the message. I'm like, damn it, I've got to record a 20-minute conversation again. <laughs> well, oh, God. It's all good. My intro music worked today, which is a plus. Um, yeah. I've set my microphone hopefully at a good level i'll try not to shout at the computer and um because it's a built-in mic so i can't yeah um so i've drawn our subject are you ready for this mm-hmm. ah it's great because i was literally just talking to a friend having a cup of tea before we jumped on energy vortexes and the law of attraction Ooh. <laughs> yeah and I've just done a, a little five minute spiel on the fact that I don't think this is talked about enough mm-hmm. um the fact that we are we do attract in at the level that we're vibrating and what that really translates and looks like mm-hmm. and um that on a complex level we still attract in those lessons that we need to learn so it's a constantly ever, ever evolving um uh concept but yeah do so you want to give your your take on energy vortex? I love that. I love vortex. that word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I don't know because I know like Abraham Hicks talks obviously a lot about the vortex and what's in your, you know, your unique vortex. And I guess my take on it is that the universe isn't outside of you. The universe is within you. And, you know, you're a high vibrational spiritual being having a human experience. You're here to play. You're here to create. And as you navigate through this physical 3D reality, you're constantly, um, I guess, accumulating data, you know, through your experiences, through your challenges, through what you've been through. And it's that data that kind of helps you to create new desires, new things that you want to, you know, have in your life. Um, so it doesn't matter, you know, what contrast you're in right now, that contrast or that difficult situation is giving you data, showing you what you actually truly do want and that you actually have that power to create that. And when you ask for it, and I think this is something, um, I guess I want to say in this is that a lot of people, you know, in the manifesting thing, they talk about, believe it, believe it, believe it, feel it, feel it, feel it. But the Mm -hmm. most important step in the creation process of anything that you want, that you want to bring into your energy vortex, you know, your, your own little universe, is you have to ask for it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like first being clear on what you want and simply asking for it. And once you've asked for it, then your energy, your higher self, your vortex, whatever you want to call it, your inner being expands to hold that for you. And then it's sort of like our then job is to become a vibrational match to that by changing our belief systems, by changing how we feel, um, embodying it as if it's already true for us, if it's already here for us, and then enjoying the journey from where we are to where we want to be and enjoying as it unfolds for us, if that makes sense. (laughs) That's what's coming through. 100%. My friend, um, we actually were were working together last year down in the city and um, we had a clinic space there. We used to share clinics 
And it was the first time she came to my house today. And she went, wow, like what a secret place you've, you like, what a gem that you've, you've, you've um, stumbled on. And I said, I tell people this all the time, like against all the odds and manifestation, all I put out there was I've got to have a safe home with a big backyard for my son, a bath and some air con. I said, and I was given this, I've got a backyard, a front yard, a, the huge, most gorgeous deluxe bath, two air cons, one in the bedroom, thank you very much. And everyone who comes here just goes, wow, like, wow. I know, it's <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and, and, it is, and it was it was that, and I really want to bring in that divine feminine energy into this because I really um, kind of appreciate, I won't say discovered because it's not my personal discovery, but come to the appreciation, it's that surrender of the feminine that really brings in to our vortex, whatever it is that we really truly kind of desire that's that's juicy and wholesome and loving and great and us having a family home that's safe and secure and that I can be expansive in my work and really do spiritual stuff. I, I knew when I, when I set foot in this house, I was almost like, this is where I'm going to do my spiritual work. This is, where, this is how I'm almost kind of like going to pay it forward or show gratitude to the universe because this is where it's going to happen. I can feel it because this is everything I've ever dreamed of plus more, plus, plus, plus. <laughs> and I love that part about when you're saying about the feeling of it because once you have the feeling of something, you have the frequency of it and you're then tuned to um, the vibrational frequency of that within your vortex. So then from that place, it then manifests in the physical. So what people um, get mixed up, they try and chase the material world or, you know, mm -hmm. try and look outside of them, not realizing that the action they're doing is the secondary part. The first part is getting clear on what you want, asking mm -hmm. for it, lining your energy up by feeling, what would that feel like? And then from that, you get inspired guidance and inspired action ideas. It's like a similar story with you with the house. I remember, um, a couple of years ago now when I was looking for my own place with my son and it was like I actually had and this is the other thing too I want everyone to realize too is that you can have non-negotiables you can always say to the universe when it delivers you something if you don't like mm -hmm. it or you're not happy with it you can say thank you so much I appreciate this but I'd like better please and I remember the time for years I'd lived in apartments or you know certain dwellings and I was just done with apartment living and I said to the universe my non-negotiable is it has to be a townhouse it has to be in nature with great mm -hmm. neighbors all the rest of it and anyway, so I've been going to all these different properties, nup, 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 nup. And out of the blue one day, this beautiful three-bedroom, two-bathroom townhouse popped up in the search engine and I contacted the agent. I was the only one that viewed the property. <laughs> and normally there's like 20, 30, 50 people mm -hmm. at these things. And within 48 hours, the owner was like, I'd love to have you in there. And it was like the perfect home. And same mm -hmm. as you, it's like being clear about what you want because if you're not clear about what you want, uh, the universe has got no fucking idea what it's meant to line up for you. It's like if you're wishy-washy, the universe is wishy-washy. So mm. it's like getting clear about what you want and knowing that you're worthy of that and receiving it. Because I remember my angel said the biggest block for people receiving their desires and what they want is they feel unworthy of it or they believe that they can't have it or they believe they have to work hard and struggle for it. And that mm. energy blocks up its flow. And that's when divine feminine energy comes in because it's that flow energy, it's that creative energy, it's that trusting energy, it's that feeling energy. Mm. And for me, like trying to get this place, it was like I was go, 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 push, 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 like work, work, work. I was like, I've got to make this happen. I've got to make this happen. I've got to. And literally, as I said, 
I remember one night just going, I'm running out of steam here and I don't know how much longer I can go on for. And I went, I just surrender. I just turn it over to the divine angels, God, universe, source, whatever it is. I trust, like I'm putting my trust and power in your hands. I entrust you that you're going to deliver. And as soon as I did that, pow, it happened. I had to get into that feminine surrender of, it's almost like coming out of my ego that I'm creating it to the to the T and I've got to make it happen it was like actually you guys can work behind the scenes and do this for me and then they go yes we've been trying to do it all along for god's sake <laughs> Not listening to us. yeah you like you release the resistance so yes. it's like when you ask for something you've received it it's already there lined up for you in the energetic realms but what blocks its flow into our physical experience is our resistance to it and our resistance is that you know working hard struggling like make trying to make it fucking happen and what that is is that means your energies become split it means you're trying to compensate your out of aligned energy with action so the first thing is lining your energy up with it is like getting into the feeling of it you know, embodying it and then you're going to start getting inspired ideas and visions and guidance from within you on the action steps then you can start to take to bring that into physical reality and those inspired action steps feel fun, playful, it's like a sense of ease, pleasure, playfulness or like what happened with you when you release that resistance, hand it over to your higher power, you opened up that stream of consciousness to let what was already there come through to you. So, and a lot of us create a lot of resistance between, you know, what we want and our desires. It's like there's us and at the end of the road, there's our desires. And then on in the middle of the road, there's all this junk and resistance preventing it from flowing in. Mm, and would you agree that we could translate that to relationships, people we're bringing into our lives, um, work, money, objects? It, it's the same law for everything? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. And it's all your funky beliefs about it, like especially like with money and things like we carry so many shitty limiting beliefs about money. And we've got to realize that the basis of everything, every physical phenomena, including you and I, is God. There is nowhere where God is not. So even that money you're holding in your hand, that home that you're living in, the car that you drive is energy vibrating at a certain frequency to give you the appearance that it's solid, but it's not. And quantum physics found as well that that 99.99% of energy that is our world is divine energy. It is love consciousness. Mm. And that zero, I think it's like 0.001% of our world is matter. <laughs> so, and most of us mm -hmm. will spend our lives chasing that 0.001% of matter, not realizing that we hold the 99.9% of divine energy within us. And that energy is what creates worlds and that we have that access to that. And that's the vortex, the energy of creation. I love it. I love it when we start talking about energy because there's so many people that, I mean, the last guy I was dating said, I'm the kind of guy that wants to see, it. I have to see it to believe it. And it was like, oh, <laughs> what, like gravity? Like you can't see gravity. It's still there. You can see the effects of it. Um, but I wanted to mention in, um, uh, just 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 a little primo here but the book that i'm writing um is i've mentioned great figures in life that have been a rebel because it's all about breaking the rules and making creating your own ones and one of them i mentioned was einstein so i've got walt disney einstein because einstein actually didn't want to conform to conventional schooling he's and he actually right later wrote i was researching he wrote how it destroys our, our natural creative creativity the way that we're learning, our rote learning. And um, and look at him, he's a freaking genius and wrote the laws of um, uh, physics of relativity. And he also 
um, he's such a rebel. He honestly, he led the life he wanted to leave all the way through from when he was a teenager all the way through. Um, he married his cousin. Oh, really? Uh-huh. He was just a bit like, yeah, you're a cousin. I'm into you. I'm doing it. No one stopped it. Fifth cousin or fifth cousin or sixth cousin? Um, it's it something about someone, first cousin, second cousin. It wasn't that far removed, that is for sure. Oh, interesting. But um, he had to rebel and he had to not take on the societal norms and beliefs. And, you know, especially back in those times, can you imagine People would be, who is this guy? But now, you know, centuries down the line, we're like, oh, he's awesome. Exactly. Um, like breaking the rules. It's like I think of my one of my brothers. He's a multimillionaire and he he had the same, like it, it reminded me of that story because he was literally never fitted into mainstream society, never fitted into the schooling mm-hmm. system. Um, you know, for years he kind of wandered aimlessly, never got, never even finished like year nine, um, never even finished high school. And, um, but he just had this dream in him that he wanted to work for himself, that he, you know, he had these gifts in him that he, you know, wanted to share with the world. And like the way he's created and done business isn't, there's, it's not logical. (laughs) It's not mainstream. It's like, you know, even my dad's like, my dad's a businessman and he was just like looking at my brother and it's like, your brother will tell me stuff and as a logical businessman I'll tell him that's ridiculous but it always seems to work out for him and Mm -hmm. um and he's now created incredible wealth doing things his way following his guidance trusting and having faith even when everything just seemed to going to shit and I think that's what we forget is that each of us has that energy that power within us to create worlds you know and we limit our lives we limit our resources based on a job um, you know, making money, um, you know, this identification, we create all these identities. Like I know we're talking last week about, you know, we create these identities being single poor mothers, you know, and it doesn't have to be truth. And there's this incredible quantum field out there. And that's what I love about like Einstein's work is that he understood that quantum field of creation mm-hmm. and that wisdom and that love and that anything and everything's possible for you. And you can have, be and do whatever you want. It's up to you to change your belief systems and become a vibrational match for what you want. And, and have you ever seen the video, I think, and I've got the book actually, but I don't think I've read it. It's called What the Bleep? It goes into quantum physics. No, I haven't seen that one. No, I'll have to check it out. Oh, it just makes, it just really translates into day to day. So there's like, for example, someone bouncing a basketball and going down an atomic level of what is like, it's, you, it's the, your hand pushing a ball that's bouncing off the ground, right? But it's all energy and even you know the atoms i remember before i think i was in a physics lesson at school saying you know this table this solid table is vibrating and it's Mm -hmm. only held together on friction because there's actual tiny movements at atom level and you're just like what the table's moving (laughs) no it's staying still (laughs) i know i love it have you read um joe dispenza's book um the habit of breaking yourself Yes, he's on The Secret. He was a, a guest show, a guest uh, host, whatever, on The Secret. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's done some really great work. And what I love is that he brings that science. So people that are very much in their logical mind um, and in their mainstream logical thinking can kind of grasp those concepts. Because I sometimes mm-hmm. tend to find that like us spiritual teachers and healers, we understand a lot of those energetics. We see different things. But to a lot of people in the logical mainstream of the mind, it's like something beyond that they can't grasp. But science, I think, gives them that structure that they can go, oh, hang on. And I know that Joe Dispenza was talking about like, quantum physics 
physicists found that when they looked at the atom under a microscope, the electron part of the atom, which is responsible for physical phenomena in our world, so everything, your body, everything you see physically, um, when they looked at it under the microscope, they found that the electrons kept jumping and moving and disappearing and then reforming and coming back. And they were thinking, what the fuck's going on here? And what they realized from that study and that looking at those electrons was that, and they kept getting different results depending on who was looking at them. The intention. Yeah, yeah, they found the electrons were responding to that person's vibration. And then they realized from there, they went, holy shit, the material world is responding to each individual person's vibration. So mm -hmm. everything in your material reality is billions and trillions of atoms with their electrons that have come together to create your physical experience. And if you don't like it, you can change it. Yeah, and that comes down to, I love, my, my word this, this last few years have been responsibility and accountability because it's not going into a victim mode or blame. It's saying, okay, I'm going to be accountable for this and this and this in my life and then how can I learn from that? Yeah. Beautiful. Rather than, oh, poor me, poor me. And um, I actually had a client this week and she said, oh, she's always in a lot of pain. And I went, hang on, I'm just going to stop you there. Has she had a massage? Like, did she get regular massage for her pain? Oh, no. And I'm like, you know, ain't got time for that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I've so, so many people, if you're not going to seek help, you're not going to help yourself. Mm -hmm. I, you know, with all the love and compassion and you're a nice person in the whole entire world, you know, you create that and you are staying stuck in that vibration. And actually recently a friend of mine is looking for an apartment um, in Germany and I was like oh because it is it's a really bad time to move at the moment with the war in Ukraine uh, it's really affecting Europe up there and um, I, I was a bit like oh you know this is this is great it's gonna be a fresh start and he said no because there's not much available da, da, da. Mm. and I was like oh it must be happening for a reason you know like it's got to be it's got to be something behind it and then he said to me well I have been wanting to get out of here for four years <laughs> and I was like Four years? Well, you made it happen, dude. <laughs> Four years you've been saying, I've got to get out, I've got to get out, I've got to get out. Guess yeah. what? The universe does not discriminate. And it mm. goes, there you go, it's time to move. It's yeah. the best thing for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I think a lot of people hold themselves back out of fear. Like I've got a girlfriend at the moment in Western Australia and she's been given the opportunity to relocate to Broome up in the north of Western Australia. She's an optometrist and um, to start her own clinic. And anyway, we've been chatting and stuff and I said, Steph, that's an amazing opportunity. Like, freaking go for it. And she said, I'm free she said, I'm freaking out. Um, I just don't think no, that no, it's not the right thing to do, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she's trying to tell me that her heart is telling her not to do it. And I said, I'm feeling like this is fear. And what yeah. tends to happen is we have a desire. Our soul is calling us to something new or that's unknown and it can be very uncomfortable, but it's about getting comfortable with the uncomfortable because that's where growth and change happens. But we shut out ourselves down and the ego mind goes into all these fear stories and what could happen and what should happen and we mistake that for being our heart's guidance your heart will always like is always in the present moment and is always guiding you to your highest potential and is kind of speaks to you in whispers 
And you got to like calm the mind and come into your body, come into your heart and really feel like what lights you up and expands you. Yes, it might feel a little bit scary because it's unknown or uncomfortable, but trusting yourself that you know what's best for you, trusting yourself that you've got your back, God's got your back and trusting that wonderful things could happen if you make that move. But we shut down ourselves. We go into fear with like your friend, you know, focusing on the war and why it can't happen and everything else outside of you and all these excuses. But it's like when you make the decision and you choose what you want and you move on that, then the universe within you and all around you then, you know, moves to support you in that. And the same mm-hmm. with like money and things like that as well. It's like people are waiting for, oh, when money comes, then I can do that. It's like money's fucking waiting for you to mm. decide and move. It moves with you. It's a reflection manifestation of your consciousness. So mm. it's like a lot of us get caught up in these limiting beliefs and fears and holding ourselves back like my friend And you get split energy because you have your soul's desire, which is like, yes, let's fucking do this. And then you go into ego that goes up with all these fear stories of why you shouldn't do it. And that's when we get confusion. And, you know, I've seen that a lot with people, either with others or myself, indeed, with relationships. So you go, I want this, I want that, I want that. When someone presents themselves and goes, I'm here, you go, ah, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to be vulnerable and open in, in a relationship. Like, I just wanted to keep fantasizing about that life for yeah. a little while. Because we then, sabotage our desires. Yes, all the time. And I'm, I'm bringing that into our kind of etheric body, our energy vortex, because we talk about a lot of this in Tantra and the astral body. Not only are we holding the emotions and scars and traumas mm. that can come up to be healed, but also, and this has become very, very, very poignant to me in my work, our sexual energy being a very strong link. And um, in the past, I felt like, uh, oh, well, I haven't been aware of how powerful that is when you're having sex with someone or even just thinking about someone a lot or you know, having regular communication. I said right at the beginning, like they're in your inner circle. how that can influence decisions you make, but your actual vibration. And I tell you something, um, being very responsible with, um, with the direction of that and acknowledging how powerful that is because I've slept with someone who's had some real, I'll say, dark energy going on. It's really kind of effed up shit and it's affected me. It's come through me and to the point where I started smoking and taking on the same mannerisms and same energy as that person, not because we spent loads of time together, but because of that really seriously strong sexual connection. So we've got to really, yeah, really be mindful of that on on what, because it's literally like a gateway portal that opens up within us, within our beings that can attract dark entities in. Mm. Stuff can start happening. We go, whoa, 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 where's this? And when it's not (laughs) on that, that loving vibration, um that wholesomeness where you're both sharing and you're both uniting and it's both truthful and it's all juicy amazing divine gorgeous stuff that's that's great and you don't get that you don't get that um you know effed up stuff but yeah really you know really get to know someone before you get to know them type thing Um, thing i remember some yogis once in kundalini that came over from overseas that were very very high vibrational did kundalini yoga they were kundalini yoga teachers and they did a workshop on sexual energy and it was really interesting one of the teachers actually said what you were just talking about then he actually said that when you have sex with someone and you're exchanging energy and he said particularly for women women can hold the energetic print of their partner for up to seven years 
And he said, so through yoga or through cleaning your energy, you can release that. But yeah, exactly what you were saying. It's like you actually not only take on their energy, but you also take on the energy of their previous friggin' lovers that that might still be sitting in their energy field. And I'm like, oh, because you know how sometimes you've had sex with someone afterwards, you're like, Ugh. Yes. <laughs> just really drained and yucky. And then you know, obviously, yep. that's probably not the right person to be with. <laughs> <laughs> because also, to say, for example, on a very basic level, if somebody's insecure about themselves, right, I can come in this gorgeous, um, I'm harping, I'm, you know, I'm blowing myself up here, gorgeous, divine, confident, sexy being, meet someone who's insecure over a course of time, I then start feeling insecure. And luckily I can recognize that and go, that's not my stuff. Like what's happening? This, this isn't my stuff. And as soon as I stop sleeping with them, poof, insecurities go away. And it's not because I'm not being open and vulnerable with them. I can sleep with someone else and feel amazing and go, well, hang on, what, what's that about? Because you're literally taking on their part of their consciousness almost. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, yeah. Your energy is always seeking to balance itself. So it's like, you know how you go about your day and you're feeling really high vibe and you're feeling really good. And then all of a sudden you'll come across someone in your day who's really, really negative, And then you'll have a conversation, they'll offload. And then afterwards they go, oh, thank you so much. I feel friggin' amazing. And then you feel like shit. Because what's happened is that energy is always seeking to balance itself. So it's almost like the positive and negative charge that when you interact with each other, they'll take on a bit of your positive charge and you'll take on a bit of their negative charge. So mm -hmm. it's, it's yeah, like coming back to the energetic vortex is that you are responsible for your energy field. Yes, mm -hmm. stuff can come in, but you also have the power to heal and release what doesn't serve you. So whether that's having Epsom salt bars, having a daily ritual, meditating, um, doing some yoga cleansing poses, um, deep breathing white light imagination like whatever your tool is or you can even write it out paint it out um, there's lots of healing things that you can use to keep clean your energy and also looking at the foods you eat what you surround yourself with on a day-to-day -day basis can influence your energy field you know does your home uplift and inspire you does it make you feel really good rich juicy and abundant or does it make you feel like <laughs> you know, really uh, yucky and poor and yuck. So it's, it's always coming back. I think your emotional, like your vortex of creation, um, you can really actually harness your emotions and your feelings because your emotions and feelings are letting you know what you're currently creating and attracting. And if it's in alignment with your desires or out of alignment with your desires by how you feel. So you can tune into the quality of your own energy vortex by becoming aware of how you're feeling on a day-to-day -day basis because your feelings are the frequencies that are attracting like vibrations. So, for example, just quickly, if you spend your days, you know, focusing on lack, scarcity, poverty, what you don't have, what you can't have, and you're contracting in your energy, you're feeling fearful and anxious, that vibration is then emitting and matching up with like vibrations and you're perpetuating that experience. So it's the same as that if you start to focus on abundance, prosperity, gratitude, appreciation, love, joy, things that make you feel good, then you're opening up and expanding your vibration and becoming a vibrational match to those same vibrations, if that makes sense. Mm, the so law of attraction, literally. Yeah. yeah. I, I, do, I do love the phrase as well, fake it till you make it. That's always worked for me because it's like, okay, if I'm not at that vibration, that's where I want to be. I want to be, you know, there and there. It is just like, just keep faking it and then you will make it. And it's <laughs> always 
because then you just become it you know it's the language english language not very good today um but also i wanted to add to that yeah it's so important for those healing cleansing rituals for me i was massaging a lot in sydney um literally taking on people's energies didn't have any kind of uh barrier i didn't do any ritual anything kind of like to guard myself against that and the only thing i did was to dive into the ocean every day and god it was great yeah i could feel like you literally have these thoughts and feelings that you go this isn't me i don't understand i dive in the ocean and go ah and it's like quiet it's (laughs) it's like it's just me again i'm back to me again ocean is the best and thank you so much um for that because also i think i've again to acknowledge what you said about emotions and our bodies giving us messages i read i think it was in that buddhism book you know the the buddhism for mothers book was saying that you know for our children it's so important to recognize their emotions and to honor them no matter what they look like um because actually they are always telling us as well like what is was okay my body's in pain what is it trying to tell me this isn't just a physical thing it's actually trying to talk to me and go hey can you stop sitting like that please or hey can you just do some stretching can you go for that walk like move your body like it's always trying to give us some feedback yeah and our emotions and we talk about going into the womb space it's encompassing everything where we're saying what's trying to talk to us right now where's the message what do i need to learn and as soon as you ask that question you receive the answers and then things just evolve and move forward because when you feel like the pain or the uncomfortable stuff on your body, so your body is the subconscious mind. So your womb is the seat of the subconscious mind and then your body grows from that womb into the physical form. So when you work with the sensations on the body, um, you can heal and release stuff at the subconscious level. And when it's released from the subconscious, then the love of who you are, that natural joy, that creativity, that energy, that vortex of creation naturally takes up space. So I always say like, um, you know, people, wherever you feel pain on your body, like you were just saying, it's a mess. It's like go into those parts, lean into those parts, talk to it with love, kindness and compassion. Ask sweetheart, what's this about? And just very quickly, I had a client last week who for years has had chronic um, knee pain. And when we went in and went through taking her through the process of releasing um, you know, going into the body, into the energy of it and releasing it from the subconscious, what she found was that the pain in her knees represented a deep belief system that she wasn't safe to move forward in life. And so literally her knees, as a result of that belief system, had locked up and caused her a lot of pain. And then when she released that belief system, her pain in her knees went so often that um, by the time something has physically manifested in your body, it's already been in your vortex or energy field and it, its resting place then comes into the physical. And so we heal and release it by going into the wound, honouring, listening to the wound and healing and releasing it with whatever tools that you have available. But anytime you're working with the sensations on the body and the feeling of it, you're working at the root subconscious level. You can't think your way out of pain or analyse your way out of trauma and pain. You have to go into where you feel it on your body. Oh, so I'm so glad you said that because I was trying to describe my work so, and, and I, I couldn't intellectualize it. I was like, because it's intuitive, it's it's <laughs> a feeling and a one size doesn't fit all, you know, like what I do for one person is totally different for another person. Um, yeah. And, and I, I was just, uh, just quickly, I was on a workshop actually with some other witches mm-hmm. um, yesterday and we were talking about the energetics. Now, I don't know if you've ever heard of a book called Think Yourself Slim. 
Um, I don't think I've read it though. <laughs> yeah, it's. I love the concept and I have dabbled a little bit because if you're constantly saying, oh, I hate being fat, oh, my bum is fat, I'm so fat, I'm so fat, I hate being armed, God, I'm so fat, but um, you're literally, your consciousness is saying, oh, well, I keep hearing the word fat, so that's what I'm going to, I'm going to embody being fat. And it's working on your mind, and then we can take it to another level of spiritual. Um, and it, and there are other components like uh, if you want to feel, if you're feeling very vulnerable, you know, you want to pad yourself so you can. Doesn't matter what you eat or what your thyroid's doing or what your metabolism metabolism is like, you're literally putting on mass to protect yourself from energies. So if you can work on that spiritually and mentally. And, and it's funny because I put on my size 11 jeans today and I'm usually a 12. Yesterday I was a 12. Today I was 11. I'm like, how are these fitting? Like, I'm suddenly slim and I'm like, I'm on fire. I'm happy and juicy. And I was like, everything is flowing. And Beautiful. it's like, because that's the consciousness. Whereas I'm not feeling heavy and depressed and, and fearful. Um, so again, the, your energy vortex, literally. Um, and like you say, with food and diet, um, um, I've definitely been abstaining from alcohol and I feel so different and everybody I think I've got the fifth person that's come up to me and gone you're glowing what are you doing you look you're right you're just so different and I'm like I didn't used to drink that much <laughs> and I'm like, well, it's all of this work it's your chi it's and actually in my little energy vortex I'm loving it just me and my son most of the time because our time and energy is so um, valuable um i'm channeling it all into my work and my business and i'm i'm loving i'm loving that energy um how oh, oh that's what i was going to say sorry i was going to wrap things up maybe if you can give us um a tip and exercise but what came up with the witches workshop i just digressed from there was the fact that a lot of the time and women we can find it on our belly and I, I kind of said, you know, as in like we find we, we're either bloated or we feel heavy or we feel fat on our belly. And lots of the times, especially sexiness, we don't like our belly to be touched. Um, or like, oh, God, is it wobbling when we're in the act? And whenever I've had a lover, I'll always let them touch my tummy. And I'm like, I'm not insecure about that, not because it's slim, but just because I'm really learning to love that powerhouse in that stomach and lots, a, a lot of the time lately, whether it is through self-pleasure or through meditation, and even the other day on the spin bike, I just stopped because I was like, oh, God, you're so fat and flabby, like, oh. And I was like, whoa, I've got to send some love here. So recently I've just been putting my hands on my stomach, and that is my gut. That's my, like you say, that's our seat. That's our base foundation of who we are, and just be like, oh, I'm, I'm grounded, and to really draw our breath into there, mm. really breathe deeply and go, I'm grounded, I love you. Um, and yeah, and, and yeah, it's like, okay, if you are bloated, what are you trying to tell me? Am I overeating? Do I need some more water? And actually, literally on the spin bike, I, it sounds crazy, but after I did that, it did just seem to suck in. And I was like, <laughs> they, all I had to do was that quick exercise. I just stopped, just put my hands there and be like, I do love you really and I honor I honor the fact that we've created a baby I honor the fact that you've been stretched and you're a bit bigger than what you used to be and that's okay I love and fully accept you and I'm still divine gorgeous sexy goddess yeah so <laughs> that, that can help anyone else out there 
um yeah just to hold yourself it's hold it's like a when we're pregnant we hold it we're always cradling it nurturing it you know we're protective of it um do you have a, a nice breathing exercise we can do as well to focus <gasps> energy and grounding yeah i think one of the things i like like love to do and i often tell my clients to do this as well especially like when you've been in a lot of scattered energy or negative energy is that one of the great things if you can is you know take your shoes off and just go and place your feet on mama earth and her electromagnetic field can cleanse your energy field as well as like sitting with trees um like when I started, this sounds really trippy, but when I started to be able to communicate with tree spirits, tree spirits also have their own personalities and there's some that really do not want you to hang around them and there's others that are like, yeah, come and sit with me. And um, and I thought, God, am I fucking weird? Like why am I hearing this and seeing this? And then I, I know um, where I live, there's Indigenous um, Aboriginals here in Northern Australia who say the same thing, like when you go um, out in nature or you take something from a plant, always ask for permission. Um, because they're, they're consciousness as well, they're living beings. So something I like to do is I have my favourite trees that I have permission to just sit with and they are high vibrational healers. And so you can place your feet on the earth, you can rest your back with the trees, um, you know, a tree that you feel a connection with and you can just almost like take a deep inhale up through the nose down into the base of your body. And what I like to do, I, you know, sometimes I'll do this standing up or sitting against a tree, but just exhaling out and just feeling as you exhale all that negative energy just flowing out down through your feet into Mother Earth, into her unconditional love. And you might want to do that cycle of breath like several times of just deep inhale, exhales, um, till you just feel yourself calming and just grounding into the present moment and into Mama Earth's, you know, love and energy because, um, yeah, we're always connected to this love, um, but when we get caught up in the logical mind and all these negative stories and other people's shit, <laughs> we, we can forget that connection. So that's just a simple exercise you can do to clean your Beautiful. energy. Beautiful. Thank you. And I cannot finish this podcast without mentioning, you mentioned trees. Girlfriend, we're going to the trees. <laughs> I had this image and I went, you know what? Me and you, we're going to go there. We're going to take our sons. I'm going to take you to Sherwood Forest in England, oh, Nottingham. Oh, my God. Yes, please. It has the most it. amazing. I think there's a tree that's actually protected. You can't go near it because it's like 400 years old. It, wow. It's amazing. And I took so much photography there. I remember this one tree. It literally looked like a, a woman with a womb. I was like, hang on. What am I seeing right now? And it literally <laughs> felt, I'm getting goosebumps. You know, like in Lord of the Rings and the trees come to life and they start walking. Wow. So it, it literally is like, that looks like a man. That looks like this. Like, like it feels so much amazing energy. And this is the other thing I love about um, um, Europe. Um, for me, my, that's, my, that's my homeland. But in um, Brighton, where um, I spent a lot of time, there was particularly, there's this like big national park uh, right near me and my um, uh, boyfriend. And there were these three trees no word of a lie, just naturally there. People used to camp there occasionally, but nobody, everyone just walked past it like it was nothing. They were in the shape of a triangle. Wow. And I swear it was like this really crazy energy vortex. I would always go there. We'd either climb up in the trees and sit in the trees, or I would just want to sit in the middle of this triangle. I would be so at peace. Like you say, tree spirits. And like, definitely I get that with some trees. You're like, God, I just want to touch you. I just want to hug you. And it's like, yeah, come on in, girlfriend. And other trees are like, fuck off, I'm a tree. 
put on a tree, don't bug me. Go away. <laughs> You're like, yeah, okay, okay. I'm feeding you. I'm feeding you. Okay, I'll leave you alone. Um, I think just quickly, did you read that book by that German scientist, who, The Secret Life of Trees? No. Tell me. It's um, just quickly, yeah, that was coming through. So I think it's called The Secret Life of Trees. It became an international bestseller, but he was a German scientist forester. And he discovered that trees have a vast communication network and he tapped mm. into and discovered how they um, communicate with each other, how they protect their young, their elderly. Um, it's fascinating. And um, it's isn't it through the root system as well, like through mushrooms as well? Mm-hmm. There's like mushrooms and through the earth and, yeah. yeah, like literally with the little creatures. Yeah, they communicate. They have this vast communication network um, that is incredible and he said they're only just touching the iceberg on what these beings – because if you, if you remove like uh, what Eckhart Tolle teaches, and I love this, he said if you stop labelling things, like you stop calling that a tree or that a bird and you just sit – with the essence of that being you will tap into its infinite consciousness and see yourself in that being so it's it's like reminding us that everything in the natural world is living its consciousness it's not Mm. separate from us you know we can tap into its infinite wisdom and creativity as well and i'll tell you another place of real amazing heritage just outside glastonbury is avebury again man i I swear i was not on drugs i swear to god i'm not anywhere near anything and it was like all these little spirits because we were camping spirits and sprites and fairies and um there was one night i actually i kept seeing a shadow like creeping up it looked like almost like a fox and i was i was like it's just a fox it's just a fox it's just a fox <laughs> and and then it got closer and closer and, went and actually tapped on the tent and i was like <gasps> and like freaked out and it ran away and to this day, I was like, what was that? Because I think it was otherworldly. <laughs> but even just during the day, just during the day, you just walk around and it is just like, I just wanted to sit there and play the, the play the guitar, like in the middle of a field. It just felt alive. I can't explain it. It's yeah. like little eyes watching you, little tiny little earth spirits everywhere, fairies, elves, whatever it is. And again, if people go, oh, you're just crazy, just a fluffy tree hugger. You're like, you know what? felt what I felt and if you go there I I guarantee you'd feel it too because there's yeah. so much history there and magic and the little energy vortexes little pockets around the world I think Egypt is one too mm. I think my mum has actually mentioned you can track them all the way around the world what are they called on the tram lines I think it's called oh uh, yeah mm-hmm. yep yeah. and um, so they're like little vortexes almost I think like little tornadoes of energy on planet earth which again makes sense if you think about black holes in space. Um, and if you go there to meditate, you feel this immense power. I, mm. I think there might be one in Glastonbury. I know there's one in Egypt. Um, there's quite a few in America because there's loads of like a, extraterrestrial things that happen out there. Like you go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> but you do. And you look at all these patterns like in rock formations or trees or you know, like crop circle things, like whatever conspiracy you think is out there, there's a lot. When you start digging around, there's a lot of like symmetrical stuff out there um, from ancient, ancient, ancient times. There's no machinery that could have made that. They're still sitting there now. Uh, If we get out to explore the world, um, then we can find it. And like you say, we find it in ourselves. Yeah. Oh, the more that you open up in your consciousness and awareness, the more the world will open up around you and you will you'll start mm-hmm. to see 
things like when I started to see angels and and um, you know elemental spirits like fairies and all sorts of, they, they exist but on a different vibration of energy so mm-hmm. what not what you might not necessarily see with the human eye just doesn't doesn't mean it's not there but you sense it it's like a vibrational energy a different frequency um but you'll find yeah as you evolve and awaken awaken to higher frequencies of consciousness you will begin to tap into and see these things or feel or speak to and yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> so so very, and again we always say very quickly wrapping things up yeah right half an hour later um so last last podcast Last podcast, she left me hanging and I was talking about angels and I wanted to bring my mum on because she says she's seen one. Now, you've said you've seen one. Can you tell us that story quickly? Because I can feel things, but I've never been able to see things. I've always been a, is it clairaudience and clairvoyance? Yeah, so I think we all have the different clairs. I can never remember the full five. It's like clair audio, clair visual, mm-hmm. clairvoyance, um, clair something. There's like five of them and we all have them, but in some of us, one might be more developed than the others. So I have a lot of clear visuals. So I see a lot of angel numbers. In fact, that's predominantly how, you know, my source communicates with me through numbers. But when I do open up and see them, I see them as like, um, it's almost like a ball of light. So different um, energies will have different colors with them. So they will show themselves to you in a way that is most comfortable and relatable to you. So whether that's through um, songs or feathers or coins or through visions or through numbers, like these other levels of consciousness have their ways to communicate with you. And it's not about forcing it. It's just, you know, allowing, you know, even us, you know, God, angels, universe, like how, show me how you communicate to me or guide me. And you might find certain things repeat for you or show up for you. Um, Like I know feathers and coins is a common one, um, you know, for angels Mm -hmm. to let people know they're around. Um, But, yeah, for me, I just started seeing these sort of balls of colours around people, Um, like Archangel Raphael, Archangel Michael in the beginning. Mother Mary was a big one. And then it kind of opened up to other angels. So when I was like sort of usually when I like in meditation or in sort of coming out of sleep, I would suddenly like see a colour and then I would hear a voice just saying, oh, you know, hello, I'm, you know, Archangel. I think one time I'm called Archangel Rosiel. I was like, oh, hey, Rosiel, how are you going? And then there was like Ariel. And I'm like, g'day, Ariel, what's up? <laughs> it's just, Love it. You know, and it's, it's yeah, and it's, it's. but the thing I think as well, one thing I've noticed on my journey, um, just quickly <laughs> wrapping things up now, but is that I think what's happened, collect because I know you know Doreen Virtue, she was the big angel lady. And then when she went full Christian is now basically saying yes. that it's work. And what yes. I think is really interesting is that, you know, we all come from source. And so the angels, the whatever you want to call them, these higher beings of consciousness are also within your energy vortex, within your own little universe. And they're constantly working with you, co-creating with you, playing with you. Um, you know, and we can call on them for help. So we're not separate from them. It's like they're aspects of our own divinity. Um, you know, and they don't f- try to fix anything or try to whatever. They're just trying to help you to awaken to your own power and purpose and potential. So... Yeah, it was interesting when Dorian Virtue went real heavily Christian, started demonising all the angel stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh, yeah. I, I even got triggered thinking, oh, am I doing the devil's work? Um, but, you know, it's unconditional love and everything comes from God, you know, even the bad, the good and the ugly. And it's so funny because I deliberately didn't mention that last week on the podcast because I thought I was going to go another rabbit hole. Um, but, yeah, she, she mentions it all. She mentions God and Jesus because her book, Archangels and Ascended Masters, includes, includes Mother Mary and Jesus. So I'm like, how can you renounce 
and oh, got, she reckons there's two Jesuses. There's the devil, the, the devil pretending to be Jesus, <laughs> and then there's the real Jesus. <laughs> wow. Well, because I've got, I'm looking at three books right now. One's with constant craving. One's a certifness earth angel, mm. and one's about archangels. Um, yeah, I, I mean, look, I won't say anything else because I don't like to judge or criticize. But the last time I saw Doreen Virtue was doing a video where she had put a unicorn's horn onto a white horse and was leading it down the field to record. And the horse was like trying to pull away from her and neighing and trying to get the stupid cone off. And I thought, <laughs> she's fucking losing it. <laughs> I was like, you're giving us a bad name, woman. Like, what are you doing? It's not a fucking unicorn. Jesus, a horse. Oh no, it was really interesting. I'll, I know we keep saying we'll wrap it up and I'll, I'll finish up on, on this note. Um, I love, if none of you have heard, Melanie Tonya Evans's work. Um, she's one of my mentors and I love her and she's a great healer um, who has a beautiful tool called Quantum Freedom Healing. And when I went and did work with her for a year, she was one of my private mentors. And at that time I was going through a lot of triggers and trauma around being a spiritual healer and teacher. A lot of religious trauma was coming up in me. And then when Doreen did what she did, because Doreen at Virtue, I'd actually, you know, been one of her students as well. Suddenly I'm thinking, fuck, am I doing the devil's work? And all this energy came up of fear. And Melanie Tonya Evans made the most interesting thing. She was like, well, you know, this is your trauma. These are triggers. She's done a great service for all of you in that feel mm -hmm. where you haven't owned your power or your truth or your gifts that um, it's an opportunity for you to heal and release that and allow source, God and truth to flow through you, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, so she's actually by her going full Christian and demonizing all of the spiritual people and the witches and the healers, it's triggered all of that collective trauma mm. in us. That is an opportunity for us to heal and evolve to a higher level of consciousness. So really she's done everyone a great favour by doing what yeah. she's doing because it's Thank triggering the fuck out of everyone. And if yeah. you, if what a lot of people have done is they've projected their trauma onto her and then mm. they've got all confused and then started following blindly, you know, religious mm. stuff and whatever. But whatever resonates with your own truth and understanding. You know, mm. but it's an opportunity to heal your own trauma and religious trauma is a big one. And and that's why I never wanted I didn't want to mention it because I don't I've never felt any bad feeling. When I when I heard it I thought, Oh, that's a shame. But I didn't feel like, ah you know, I just went, Oh, that's a shame, like, oh well. <laughs> but yeah, that, and that's the secret, isn't it? Just as very Buddhist to not project any harm. I, I did a post recently which was every thought is can't has a karmic effect. Yeah. It's like yeah, you just go, well, that's your truth. That's okay. That's not my truth. And that's okay. And um, I actually, I wanted to, is there anything else? I do want to wrap this up with one last sentence. <laughs> is there anything else you want to add? Every week we say half an hour, half an hour, half an hour. We just go, it's spirit, guys. It's not us. It's just spirit. It just comes through us. It's obviously someone out there needs to hear what we say. But yeah, is there anything else you want to add for today's show? No, I'll leave it there. I'm all good. I've said my piece. <laughs> Yay! Oh, I love, I love what you say, though. You say it so eloquently and you put it so well because Thanks, I can't the words sometimes. There's too many going on in my brain. Um, just to wrap up, the energy vortex and law of attraction we've spoken about today, um, the fact that not only is it our vibration that we are responsible for and that it's a very empowering state to be in, that when I say fake it till you make it, I really want you to be, it's not just an affirmation, but we're always saying, I am, I am divine, you are gorgeous. And I'm really embracing this more and more now with my clients. 
um, when they come to me and say, oh, I feel this. And you go, you're gorgeous just as you are right now. And to kind of finish with, always say that to yourself. I am divine. I am gorgeous. I am sexy. I am wealthy. I am emitting this radiant health. I'm juicy. I'm sexy. I deserve all of it because I am love. Um, so you really embody that. And if you don't quite believe it when you say it, just fake it till you make it. <laughs> or you can drop into where you feel that resistance in your body and feel into it and say, you know, I'm here for you, beloved one. What's this about? And let that part of you, that resistance come up and you might want to write it out or paint it out or express it mm. out. But, you know, when you feel that resistance come up, that's where your work is. Mm, definitely. And then get hold of us. So we are um, currently, this is Amanda, oh, AmandaFisherConsulting.com, which is transforming trap tantra, literally transforming in front of your eyes with some magic. And... Ellen, you are Ellen at ellenserena.com? Uh, ellenserena.com, yeah. Yes. Cool. All right, thank you so much for being thank on the show. Me. We may move to fortnightly shows now. <laughs> um, but we've got so much good feedback from these shows. We're going to definitely continue. Our, our lives are just getting very busy. Um, our work is increasing, which is great. Um, uh, yes, if there's any topics you guys want to know about, we can add it to the hats. There's still plenty in there. We could talk all day. day. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, love you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, guys. Lots of love. See you soon. Bye. Bye.